Happy Friday, everybody. It is Friday, September 28th. We are steamrolling into October. It's chilly out. Football is in full swing. It's a great time of the year. As always, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through another week and margaritas are in order. Let's do some birthdays. All right, happy birthday to Confucius. Always remember, Confucius say, man who go to bed with itchy butt. Wake up with Stinky Finger. Ed Sullivan, Bridget Bardot, Ben E. King, the greatest wide receiver of all time, Steve Largent, Janine Garofalo, Moon Unit Zappa, and blues legend Coco Taylor. In honor of Coco's birthday, today's song of the day is Wang Dang Doodle. I would also like to issue a, an early happy 14th birthday to my middle child, my second daughter, Lily Marie. Lily turns, for everybody out there who doesn't know my daughter Lily, she turns 14 tomorrow. And we are uh, currently uh, negotiating rates to rent her out on an hourly basis for your parties, your events, your weddings, your bar mitzvahs, to just argue anything that you, you, you say water's wet, she'll argue with you. Uh, we're, we're working together the, uh, the 2019 rates for those, uh, those rentals. But uh, you get a hold of me, Tom Powell Jr. at TomPowellJr.com, and we'll, uh, we'll figure out some, uh, some, some times in which Lily can be rented out for your event to argue with your guests. Believe me, it's quite an experience. Trust me. So happy birthday to you, Lily. I was going to make the song of the day Sweet Caroline in honor of Lily's birthday, but her birthday is technically tomorrow. And why was I going to make it Sweet Caroline? Because as a youth, Lily hated that song. And I always used to belt out the Sweet Caroline chorus, and it drove her nuts, and it turned into me yelling it out the window while she was at the bus stop. And now it's just kind of like our song. Hint, that might be featured tomorrow on my Facebook page. But today, it's Coco Taylor's Wang Dang Doodle. Okay, before we get into the topics of the week, let's knock out the NFL picks and get those done for the week real quick. Okay, last week I went 9-7, and seven, slight improvement over the first two weeks. Overall for the year, I'm 25-21-2. Got to get better. Uh, last week, the Browns finally pulled it out. They got their first win since uh, 1908, I think it was. Listen, they're the Browns. They still suck. They could lose a game to the Sisters of the Blind. But they, at least they found a quarterback. I, I think Baker Mayfield's the real deal. I think they found their quarterback finally after decades of sucking. But the Browns finally got a win. Uh, I don't know anybody who predicted the Bills going into Minnesota last week and destroying the Vikings. But that's exactly what happened. I, I, I don't know anybody who saw that one coming. Uh, you saw a little bit of the Dolphins flex their muscle. I told you, watch out for the Dolphins. They're the heir apparent in the AFC East. When the Patriots' run is over in that division, the Dolphins are going to emerge as the top of that division. Uh, I do believe the overtime rules need to be changed. Discuss the overtime rules. This is not hockey. This is not sudden death. Play an extra quarter. Make it a shortened quarter, but play an extra quarter. This is not hockey where you can steal the ball, the puck easily, and turn an offense. No, this is... A completely different sport. Sudden death in overtime in football is one of the single stupidest things. NFL needs to change that now. 
Of course, the Bears won last week. They almost didn't win against one of the worst teams in the NFL, but they won to get their second W of the year. So now Bears fans think that it's 85 and now we're all singing the song again, right, guys? No. Calm down. It's the Bears. They barely beat the worst team in the league. Everybody just calm down. Just don't lose your minds right now, okay? And uh, one of my seven losses last week was because the New England Patriots lost. And I got to tell you, I don't mind losing one if it means that uh, the Patriots lose. Anybody that knows me, anybody that listens to me rant about football knows that there are uh, two steadfast rules in football. The Bears must lose every game they play, and the Patriots must lose every game they play. And in the, in the off chance that the Bears and Patriots meet, which is every so often, you root for a tie. That's how that works. So I don't mind being wrong on that one because the Patriots did lose. Uh, you did see Fitz magic. Uh, Fitzy started to become Fitzy. It's what he does everywhere. He's, it's why he's a journeyman quarterback. He comes in, lights out, throwing the ball over the place. Unbelievable. And then never gets the team anywhere because he fizzles out. It's starting to happen in Tampa Bay. Starting to happen in Tampa Bay. Keep your eye on that. I don't think they're going to be the same team for the rest of the year. All right, this week's winners will be the Jaguars, Dolphins, Eagles, Colts, Packers, Lions, Bucks, Falcons, Seahawks, Raiders, Giants, Chargers, Steelers, and Chiefs. I had the Rams last night. They pulled one out. (coughs) Excuse me, and are undefeated. And oh, by the way, You hear a little bit of background noise, you hear me coughing, you're going to hear me taking a sip of my water. This is not an edited podcast. I'm not in a soundproof booth. I do this podcast everywhere, in my workshop, in the backyard, on the deck, in the basement, in my bedroom. This is supposed to be like two guys sitting around, two people sitting around chatting. I'm not doing a bunch of fancy editing here. This is a real podcast, okay? So you're going to hear some background noise. That's what you're hearing. That's what you're going to continue to hear on all of my episodes. So, there's the NFL. That's done. It's out of the way for the week. We'll see what happens. We'll see you next week on the NFL stuff. Quick reminder, as always, I have music embedded in this podcast in certain spots. You do not get to hear that unless you're listening on an Anchor platform. So, if you could, please, listen on Anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app. It's not just my podcast. There's dozens of other podcasts covering a wide range of, of topics. Download the Anchor app. Favorite my, my, my podcast. Not just this episode, but the overall podcast. Help a brother out. Spread the love. Also, buy the book. My first book, A Grateful Life, The Life Story of a Husband, Father, and Taco-Loving Deadhead, is available at my website, TomPowellJr.com. That's TomPowellJr.com. It's an easy read. It's under 200 pages, uh, but it is my life story. Um, If you bought the book already, go give me an honest review on Amazon, please. The more reviews, the more the the listing gets moved up. Uh, And if you're going to buy the book, give it an honest review. Please give it a review. I'm not asking for a good review. I'm asking for an honest review. But give a review if you can on Amazon. Thank you to everybody that's already bought the book. Can't, I can't thank you guys enough. Seriously. TomPowellJr.com Alright, so all of that's out of the way. What's been going on this week? Well, this week, 
the good baseball team in Chicago made it into the playoffs again. The Cubs are in the playoffs. This is where people like Sean Gubbins and the Pregnanos will give me some crap, but uh, the Cubbies are in. Hopefully uh, they can get to the World Series again and uh, get a second ring, but congratulations, Cubbies, on making it in. Now I'll start chirping about baseball a little bit more. Anybody that knows me knows that baseball is third on my list. Football one, basketball two, baseball three, sand volleyball, then, you know, some, some... college gymnastics, uh, and then we get down into the hockey. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Just busting hockey's chops a little bit there. Um, But I will start chirping a little bit more now when we get into the playoff season. Go Cubbies. Fly the W, as always. Uh, I did also want to mention that two shows started this week. It's fall season. Fall TV is back, and let's, everybody, stop the bullshit. I don't care. I don't watch that much TV. You, even those that don't watch that much TV, you love the fall season, and you know you love the fall season. The fall season is back. One of our favorite shows started again, and a new one, a new show started this week. Uh, the, our, one of our favorites was This Is Us. Its season premiere came on this, this past week, and as always, they picked it up right where they left it off. Great episodes. I don't think I've seen a bad episode of This Is Us. Um, I'm going to give you a couple of observations. Once again, picking up from last season, Kate needs to get rid of the drama. And she's dealing with a lot of crap in her life. I get it, but you know she she's got to ruin every situation she's in with the drama. Knock it off. Stop it. Uh, Randall, you, Deja, you just cut the dead weight. Sorry, I know it's a harsh thing to say, but you know what? That's just man. Uh, how many cars she going to beat up? Times she going to cut her hair? Or how many times she going to run away? Just worry about your family. You've you've tried. Move on. You've tried. That show, by the way, this is us, is about as real as it gets. There are so many, so many lines of of story arcs that. That hit close to home for so many people. I mean, you look at the three main characters, the three kids. They're all relatively successful. They're all generally good people. And they're all fundamentally flawed in their own way. They're all battling some kind of, of thing. As everybody is. Everybody is. There are just so many things that hit so close to, what, to home for so many people. When, they, when Randall had his dad living with him. Whoa. That hit close to home for, for this house from when Dad was living here. But regardless, whatever, the show is awesome. I, I, I've yet to see a bad episode. Hooked again. Can't wait to see some of the backstory uh, of Jack's Vietnam days. I'm digging this, the fact that you get to see how they met. I do want a little bit more of the main characters. I want to see how their lives progress. We, we've... There's a lot of little story gaps to fill in from the past, but we've got the general gist of how things came to be for these three people. Now I want to see more about what's going on in their lives now. I want to see that forward progress and what happens with their lives. So, uh, if, you, if you haven't watched This Is Us, catch up on, on it if you can and, and get into it. It's a damn good show. Another show that just began this week was Manifest. Okay. I dig these kind of shows. 
This is a show about an airplane that takes off from Montego Bay heading back to New Jersey. It runs into a small patch of rough turbulence. And then when the plane lands in Jersey, they're, they're all informed that they've been missing for five and a half years and presumed dead and none of them have aged dead. It's now that a couple of them are hearing voices in their heads. It's a cool, I, I, I like that kind of stuff. But I got sucked into Lost. I got sucked into Lost big time. I was hooked from episode one with Lost. And I loved Lost. What I didn't know was that they, for like the last three years, they were just making it up because they had no plan. They didn't think they were going to be around that long. And then the way they ended that show was horrendous. Oh, it was brutal. Brutal. So, to manifest, excellent beginning. You don't have to tell us what the overall story arc of this is, but could you just tell us that you at least have a plan, a long-range plan? We know that it's going to be decent. It's not going to be lost. I can't handle another Lost. Lost had me hooked for years. Lost took so many hours of my life away for nothing. Please, please, please don't be lost. Please don't be lost. Have an ounce of common decency. An ounce of common decency. But anyway, fall season's back. I'm digging it. Uh, Modern Family was back. Love Modern Family. Funny first episode again. I just, boom, we're into it. We're into the fall season now. Can't wait for some of these shows. Some of these are going to be pretty good. Going to be pretty good. Um, I also wanted to mention real quickly, uh, quick PSA to everybody. Um, Don't leave your house and interact with other human beings in public settings if you don't know how to handle yourself as an adult. Uh, Was that a, a... a doctor's office to get blood work done for one of my kids uh, was me and her. There was another gentleman waiting in the in the waiting room. You know, regular doctor's office, waiting room. Magazines, chairs. Another woman comes in, checks in, sits down, and begins to clip her nails. Now, I don't mean she's checking her nails and there might be a tuck here and a tuck there because something's out of place. Clippers, hand, chunks of nail flying onto carpet. Cha-chunk, cha-chunk. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop it. I, and it's not even like that I'm grossed out about it. There wasn't food or anything like that. And yeah, it was a medical building, but the medical stuff was going on in a whole other area. This was the waiting room. So it's not that it was just like, it's not that I was grossed out. It was that that is just not how society works. Go back to your basement and scream at your basement wall while doing weird stuff. You don't clip your fingernails in the freaking waiting room of a doctor's office. You freaking loon. You're a loon. And some woman, I don't know her name, I'm never going to see her again, I was in a room with her for 15 minutes in my entire life, but it's... For the love of everything decent. You don't do that. My God. Etiquette, people. Etiquette. Have an ounce of etiquette if you're going to leave the house 
and interact with people, other human beings in a public setting. Just have some etiquette, okay? Just a quick PSA. Sorry. There really is no way to segue from that into this, so I'm just going to jump right into this one. It's a quick little uh, notice that uh, Dunkin' Donuts is changing its name to Dunkin'. Uh, Now, in many cases, when a a company changes its name, tries to do a massive rebrand, it's because business sucks. It does not seem to be the case with Dunkin' Donuts. It just seems to be the case that, um, and this is happening more and more with larger corporate brands, they become known by a certain name, saying, or whatever, and then they're just like, well, the hell with it, we'll just call ourselves that. So everybody calls Dunkin' Donuts Dunkin'. I'm going to Dunkin'. I'm not going to Dunkin' Donuts, I'm going to Dunkin'. That's what seems to be the, the driving force behind this, is that, that that's kind of... Uh, KFC did it. It used to be Kentucky Fried Chicken. Legally, it is now KFC. Same with Burger King. It, it was Burger King, now it's BK. Because nobody said, I'm going to Kentucky Fried Chicken, or I'm going to Burger King. I'm going to BK, I'm going to KFC. So they changed their names. That seems to be what's going on here. Uh... Me personally, I don't have a problem with it one way or another. Half the population's losing their mind. The other half's like, cool, whatever. Um, you guys are the donut place, though. I don't care that you carry bagels and sandwiches and all kinds of other crap. You're the donut place. You, you, you've always been the donut place, and it's not like when you started doing the other stuff, you phased out the donuts. So to me, you're always still going to be the donut place. Eh, you take the name out of it, whatever. It is what it is, but uh, people are losing their mind. People really take their Duncan seriously. But uh, yeah, whatever, congratulations to Duncan on, on getting the new name. So just guys understand it's now Duncan. You're not going to see donuts on your donut box anymore. It's just going to be Duncan. So you know, grab a coffee from Duncan and head to work. And when you get there, re- look up an article about how you should only be working four days, three days a week if you're uh, over 40 years old. There's another thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, that I saw this week. There's an article about how if you're over 40, in order to increase productivity, you should really only be working three days a week. I don't buy into that theory. Uh, three days seems a bit excessive. I, I think four nines would be fine. Four nine-hour days? Sure, no problem. Uh, everybody has a three-day weekend. I think that you can uh, your, inc- your productivity will increase. Three days is, is really cutting into the productivity. You're working almost essentially half your time. Half your time. And to me, that's just going to mean more people are trying to get a hold of you in certain industries and in certain fields outside of work more often because you're not there more often. Uh, I am in favor of, of starting classes later for kids. You know, along that same vein, <clears throat> there were studies that showed that you, you, these classes are way too early for the kids. And I do happen to abide by or subscribe to that theory I would be in favor for example of changing the school year for high school and 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 down changing the school year to uh nothing before 9 30 so let's start the day at 9 30 but then we do away with summer breaks and we do elongated breaks more often so you've got your you've got your two weeks at Christmas every year, and you've got your one week for spring break. That stays the same. Now we give you three weeks in the dead dead middle of summer, and then we give you another one week in fall. So the way it works out is you get a week in spring, a week in fall, 
two weeks of Christmas, three weeks in the dead part of the summer. Other than that, you're going to school year-round. I have no problem with doing that. I think that we would benefit our kids greatly if we did something like that. I have absolutely no problem with that. I do not think that that necessarily translates into the actual being productive world of cutting it down to three days. I think that's, that's a bit much. It's a bit much. But, you know, that's what the study says. So, you know, you got some people out there arguing for that. Uh, I think that uh, you could have maybe if you, if you cut it down to four days, you'd have less pissed off people running around. Less, uh, less Vic DeBettos. And if you guys don't know Vic... And forgive me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bust Vic DeBettos' chops a minute here. Vic DeBetto is a comedian. Uh, ticked off Vic. DeBettetto. DeBettetto. I'm sorry. I, I always have a hard time with his last name. I think it's DeBettetto. Regardless, he, he's hilarious. So please understand everything I'm about to say about Vic is all sort of in jest. Because I, I do like the, the guy's... His videos are just hilarious. Ticked off Vic is freaking funny as shit. But this week, Ticked Off Vic did a video uh, where he railed against um, all the different national days. You know, National Pancake Day, National Coffee Day, National Hoagie Day, National Wear Blue Socks Day. So, okay, first things first, in full disclosure, I I have a, a Facebook page for my company, the Powell Entertainment Company. Go find it, like it. Every morning, I, I do a list of some of the, 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 the national days that there are. I don't do every one of them, but I do, you know, have some fun with it. Um, I do a list of, you know, famous birthdays followed by a song of the day every morning, and then I do some of the national days. And it just kind of gave me something to talk about here when Vic railed on national days, considering I put so much time into putting the national days out there and letting people know what they are. Um, Vic says that we should have more common sense days and get off the damn phone days. I wholeheartedly agree. Vic, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. Common sense is where we're lacking, and I'm as guilty as the next one is being glued to our phone. We've got the world in our hands, so everybody wants to see what's going on in the world. I dig what you're saying, Holmes. I dig it. Let's add those days. Let's make your birthday common sense day. I'm down for it. I'll, I'll put it on my Facebook page every year on your birthday. It's National Common Sense Day slash Get the Hell Off Your Phone Day in honor of Vic DiBattetto's birthday. Vic also wants a national blow-me day. Uh, so, Vic, <clears throat> sounds good in theory, right? Looks good on paper. I don't know the uh, practicalities of implementing such a national day. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, good luck with it if you can get it to fly in Jersey. Amen. More power to you. I don't know how that one's going to work. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then he said he also wanted a, a, a National Vic DiBattetto Day in which everybody walks around angry all the time. But uh, Vic, my friend, that would be every day. I mean, just look at your videos ranting and raving about the idiocy and the anger issues of other people while expressing your own anger issues. P- National Vic DiBattetto Day is every day. The whole damn country's pissed off. If you think you're the only one doing ticked-off Vic routines... You're, you're wrong. Everybody's ranting and raving into a microphone. Of course, you do it better than most. You've become the master. I, 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 do me a favor. If you should happen to see, hear this podcast or see somebody shares this post with you by any chance, let me know when you're coming to Chicago because I have got to come see you. You are funny as hell. 
anywhere in the Chicagoland area. And if you guys don't know who Vic DiPotato is, go find Vic DiPotato because the guy is funny. He really is funny. Like I said, he does these ticked-off Vicks. They're short little segments. It could be about the weather. It could be about just, you know, standing in line at an airport. It's the everyday little shit that drives all of us nuts. And he does it so masterfully. Absolutely masterfully. And I, Vic, I'm going to give you another one that you could do a ticked-off Vic about. It's actually the next issue that I wanted to discuss in a little bit of detail. And it was uh, uh, parents who negotiate with their kids. So, Vic, do one of those. Because there's a, there's a clip floating around social media that's been shared a lot of uh, Steve Harvey uh, doing like a stand-up routine, a monologue. And he asked the audience, when did we start negotiating with kids? And you know something? It's a damn good question. It's a damn good question. I, I, uh, I am 46 years old, and I did not get negotiated with as a child. No, 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 no. Now, full disclosure, anybody that's read my book uh, or, or has been following my podcast for a, a period of time knows that my mother beat the shit out of me. So I didn't talk back to my mom or, or negotiate with my mom. Not because she gave me a look. It's because I was going to get the, I said, no, I got, you know, I got hit. With my dad, it was, shut up, you're stupid. I said, no. So, there, but there was no, but why? But why is it this? Why is it that? Uh, because I'm the parent. So now I want to talk to the parents out there. I'm a parent of three. I have a 17-year-old daughter who's a senior in high school. Already has her CNA and is going to uh, be going to college to get a nursing degree after high school. <clears throat> I have a, a daughter that, if you listen to the beginning of the podcast, is going to be 14 years old tomorrow. <clears throat> and I have a six-year-old son who will be seven in December. So I'm a father to both boys and girls, to a, a, a very young, a, a, almost an adult, a young adult, and, 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 a, and, and a, a wee lad running around. I've got a little bit of experience in this, in this field. Not to mention knowing several parents, obviously. <laughs> when you become a parent, your life becomes parents. You know, you, you basically converse with other human beings that decided to create other human beings. <clears throat> You're no longer hanging out at the club. So, I'm talking to the parents here. You are not your kid's friend. By definition. You can be friendly with your kids. And when they grow up, you can be their friend and parent as they're an adult because you're no longer needing to parent them. Now, now the parenting is just, it's, it's on an as-needed basis. But if you still have children at home, they are not your damn friends. They are your children. You don't have to be an asshole in the manner that you parent them, but you are not their friend. Stop being their friend. Start being their parent. Um... I don't negotiate with our kids. Now, the older kids, M Maggie, my oldest one, the 17-year-old, who's going to be 18 in May and graduating high school at the same time, and my 14-year-old, I will, from time to time, explain to them why I'm doing something, but it's not a negotiation. It's an explanation. The boy, just like the girls did when they were his age, they just get the yes or no. The, no. I said no. That's it. You don't know you don't know shit about shit. When you do know shit about shit, I'll tell you if that shit's right. In the meantime, the answer is no. So do society a favor 
and parent your children. Do not negotiate with your children. They are not working. They do not have the mental capacity to be an adult. They do not get to make the decisions that you get to make. They don't get to have a beer. They don't get to legally smoke cigarettes. They don't get to vote. They they don't get to have a job. You are the parent. Do not negotiate with your kids. Because if you do negotiate with your kids and everything becomes a negotiation, then everything is a negotiation. Everything. Even when it's big, it's going to be a negotiation, and you're going to find yourself going, yeah, but I, because I said so. doesn't matter. You've already set the grounds that everything is a negotiation. And then that kid goes off and goes and gets a job and wants to negotiate with their boss as to what they can and can't do. Why can't I look at my phone? Why can't I take an extra break? Why can't I come in five minutes late? That is the kind of society that you're creating when you negotiate with your kids. So, once again, you don't have to be an asshole with your kids. You don't have to beat the shit out of your kids like it would happen to me. But you do have to parent your kids. You have to be strict with them. You have to be stern with them. You have to teach them. Your job, whether you like it or not, is guiding them to adulthood. You're you're in an 18-year training seminar with however many small human beings you decided to create biologically or adopt by all means I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody that adopted by saying biologically you know what I meant when I said it don't negotiate with your kids parent your damn kids I don't want to have to deal with your idiot kids down the line I don't want to have to deal with them. Sorry, slight hiccup in the uh, audio there. <clears throat> uh, seems like the audio cut out and then I had to cut back in. Sorry about that. Uh, but uh, as I was saying, parent your damn kids. Because uh, when you don't parent your kids, you get idiots like uh, you see in this. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about this week, which is uh, there's a video going around of, of a woman dumping bleach and water into the crotch of a man who's doing something called man spreading, which is sitting with your legs open in a public space, space, taking up too much room, like on a subway or a bus. <clears throat> so, let me address both sides of the man-spreading conversation and debate. Guys, don't be an asshole. You don't need to have your legs sp- like you're sitting on a throne. You can sit like a normal freaking human being. You don't have to be a schmuck about it. I mean, you're just proving their point that you're an idiot. Women, on the other hand, that's assault. I'm going to tell you flat out. Dump bleach into my crotch on a bus. I dare you. I triple dog dare you. I'm going to knock all your fronts out. Okay? You're going to be the no-tooth having this whistling this bitch in the whole town. I'm going to knock all your fronts out. I don't care that you're a woman. That's assault. You poured bleach on my clothes. That's ass whooping right there. You're going to get dropped like a sack of taters. If you would assault me in the manner in which a man would assault me, you will get an ass whooping in the manner in which a man gets. Yeah, that guy was an asshole for sitting with his legs spread out and taking up all that space. 
I am right there with you. That guy needs to learn some etiquette. He's right up there with the fingernail clip lady in the doctor's waiting room. They're both assholes. But you assaulted that man. You poured bleach on his clothes. First of all, you poured a liquid on him in public. So you've, you, you know, you've, you, you've doused him with liquid, made it look like he's pissed himself. That's bad enough. But then it, it's not just water. It's got to be bleach so that you bleach his jeans. You bleach his shorts. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You, go ahead. Bleach my pants and then tell me how much your dental bill is afterwards because I will knock every goddamn tooth out of your mouth if you do that to me in public. And I know there's going to be... He said he would hit a woman. I don't hit women. I don't hit... I hit assholes. I've been with my wife since 1997. She can tell you I haven't hit her. That's not the kind of person I am. But if you're going to pour bleach on my pants, oh, 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 you just stepped out of that role of I'm a woman and can't be hit into the role of you better put them up because you just opened a whole can of whoop, out, whoop ass. I got me about a jackhammer and a drum full of whoop ass. I will mop the floor with your ass and then kick it for not getting up in the corners. You, I'm sorry. That is no, no way in hell is that acceptable. No way in hell. And it deserves and warrants an equally unacceptable response. Tear into you like a mountain lion on a baby goat. I am not shitting. Put a pop knot on your head big enough for a calf to suck on. And that was kind of what I'm talking about. The kind of people who think that they can just spread their legs on a bus and the kind of people who think that they can pour uh, bleach on people's clothes because they don't like the way they're sitting or the kind of idiots that clip their fingernails in a, in a medical waiting room, those are the kind of people that got negotiated with as kids. Don't negotiate with your kids. Don't create an entire society filled with moronic dumb shit that we all have to deal with. Because then people like Vic DiBetetto are on the verge of having an aneurysm on a daily basis because he's constantly running into people like that. Parent your kids. Guide them through life. Teach them the best you can and then put them out in the world and hope for the best. But don't... You know... Let them get away with everything. Let them negotiate everything. That is... That's not parenting. No. Because I said so is still an acceptable response. It is still an acceptable way to parent. Because I said so. Which is actually should be the name of this podcast. Uh, At the time I'm recording this podcast, the name of the podcast is actually, uh, no, I'm the parent and you're the kid. But I think before this actually gets published, I'm going to change the name to because I said so. That's, that's the underlying theme of this episode. Because I, and forgive the F-bomb, because I motherfucking said so. Period. 
all explanation ends at that sentence. Yeah, but I just don't understand. You don't have to understand. You don't have to understand a goddamn thing. You know, I'm... <laughs> no shit, I can't even make this up. I'm actually, as I told you guys earlier, I, I do this podcast all over the house. I'm not, I don't have some booth I do it in. I try to make it as real as possible. You hear background noises. You'll hear somebody knock on the door. You'll hear my dog bark. I'm doing the I'm doing the podcast this morning in my bedroom. I'm just sitting here in the bedroom. I got a little TV on in the background, muted. My dog's laying next to me, and I'm I'm telling you about idiots in society. And as I'm looking out the window, for the nine millionth time, somebody is walking their dog past my house, and they stop to let him piss on my ornamental grasses and my mailbox in the front of my house. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. How I don't want to have to deal with your idiot kids when they're idiot adults. That's what I'm talking about. Your, your dog's piss will kill my grasses. And he's pissing on my damn mailbox. To, move on. Move on. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, move on. I'm literally looking at her as I'm, as I'm recording this. Yes, hi, you. Move on. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <clears throat> people. People, 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 people. Please. Please remove head from ass before wandering out into society. <laughs> Please. And maybe, maybe together we can all band together to create not only a more perfect society, but also reduce the heart attack risk for Vic DiBetetto. Of course, he would have a lot less material if he wasn't ranting and raving about the idiots, but, you know, Vic's damn near a national treasure. So can we, can we kind of tamp it down a little bit and maybe not give this guy a heart attack? Sorry that it was mainly me bitching this week, but that's what I got. Um, and once again, happy almost 14th to my, my middle child, Lily Marie Powell, 14 years old tomorrow. Once again, she's available to rent out to your parties if you're looking for someone to just wander around your wedding and argue with people. That's the one right there. I can rent her out for you. We'll, we'll come up with some hourly rates. Just, just find me on Facebook and send me a message. That's all I got this week, folks. Have a great weekend. As always, stay grateful and enjoy a little bit of the Friday song. <laughs>